I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. Wrestling Podcast. Inside the ring. Outside the ring. It's all here. We're talking about the greatest sport of all, professional wrestling. Come on. And now, here's Nick and Keith. Yeah, buddy. Welcome back to the Wrestling Podcast. My name is Nick. Of course, you know this guy, Juicy Keith. Keith, what's Mm. up, brother? How are you? Oh. I'm wonderful. I'm loving the new intro. Loving being part of the bloodline. Like I am the one to be acknowledged now. It's fantastic. There you go, buddy. I'm uh, I'm happy you brought that up. Mm-hmm. This is the first time, Keith, that we, mm-hmm. the Universal Wrestling Podcast, is not only streaming on our YouTube channel, but Keith, put those ones up, brother, on the Bloodline Entertainment Network YouTube channel. This was an amazing weekend this past weekend we had the pre-launch party on saturday and then the first ever exclusive watch alone on the bloodline entertainment network for Mm. aew revolution we'll get to that soon keith but that was as our boy would say that was a banger and that's why we're wearing hawaiian t-shirts i mean we are just celebrating we got a big announcement at the end of the program we got a lot of things happening here not just on the Universal Wrestling Podcast, but the Ben Network. That is the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Um, and again, Keith, we are technically sponsored by Capri Sun. Yeah, buddy. I'll shut up. Let's hear it, Keith. How was your week, brother? Uh, it was fantastic. I missed you guys for the launch party. I do apologize. Some other admin and whatnot in life happened there. Yeah. But I am absolutely looking forward to and very excited for the whole Bloodline Network, throwing those ones, being acknowledged across the board for everybody. All the good stuff that's to come from that. Um, yeah, man. Hell of a weekend. Hell yeah. of a show. Hell of an everything. Looking in, look at, look, look at a dive in here. Yeah. Yeah. And also, don't forget, or not don't forget, but you didn't miss anything. The DeLorean wasn't live tonight. It usually goes 6 o'clock p.m. EST before this show. It did not, but he will be back. Money Mike, Mr. De Niro, mm-hmm. will be back tomorrow night. What does he cover on Thursdays? I think not ECW. I think Impact. That makes sense because they're on Thursdays. So Thursday night. But uh, yeah, really good, man. Really good week. I really got nothing to talk about. It was just a a busy week for the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Everything that I just said is what I've been doing for the past week. So yeah, yeah, my wife isn't really happy. I really haven't spent much time with her. Spent much time with her, but... I did watch Revolution. I did watch Raw, and tonight is Dynamite. So without further ado, I think we should get to it. What do you think? Yeah, let's hit it. Let's do it, baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, that's a good fucking pickle. Jesus Christ, classic guilt. Anybody want a piece? Yeah, buddy. 
Hell of a sound clip. I love that one. AEW Revolution, like I said, was this Saturday at mm. Cowtown, right? Or Cal, what is it? I know Palace. it was Palace, yes. San Fran. San Fran. And, and it was a uh, a really, really, really good pay-per-view from top to bottom. Yes, there was a couple matches that were blah, but we're going to start with the first match of the night mm -hmm. for the official uh, card, and that was Ricky Starks going one-on-one -on -one with Chris Jericho. Ricky defeats uh, Chris Jericho. And for me, the very first, this is what I wrote down, Keith. Yeah, yeah. Very much felt like another coming out party for Ricky, even though me and you and the entire, uh, I don't want to say IWC, but the entire um, majority of it. Yes, WWE, anybody, WWE, AEW, Impact, all fans across the world knew that Ricky Starks is is the man. And we knew that he was going to defeat Chris Jericho, but it just felt yeah. like a coming out party, even though we've seen him go one-on-one -on -one with MJF. I mean, the list goes on and on. But that's what I wrote down. Let's hear it, brother. What do you think? Yeah, no, I um, <clears throat> I agree with you. I, I think my, my biggest takeaway from this whole match was Ricky's a uh, fucking star. Uh, Ricky is the the future, and as much as I as much as I love him, I don't I don't love him as much as our boy Justin does. Uh, that's sarcasm, by the way. Um, there he there is. He is. knows. I don't love him as much as Justin does there, but I, uh, I I'm kind of getting over Jericho. Um, I love the guy. He's he's gonna go down as a goat. No no question about that. Uh, younger days and shit. You know, thousand and one holds, thousand and four holds, and all that. He's he's the man. Yes. I'm just getting to a point with him where like I don't I don't want to see him as often as I do. I you know, sure if he if he hadn't been around as much on dynamite and building this up and everything so much, if he was kind of more in that vein of like the like old school kind of world beater final boss kind of thing, I'd be yeah. a lot more into him. But like as it is, it's just like, you know, <clears throat> I like this match a lot. I also felt like this match just like felt kind of long and i'm just like it shouldn't it shouldn't be this way yeah like chris you're the man you're the goat in a lot of respects and stuff but at the end of the day bro you're like 50 ricky's like 20 he should be just in and out pin me pay me done but it was still exciting i love watching yeah. i love watching ricky hit the rochambeau all the time um <clears throat> you know i was wrong i thought action andrade was going to turn on him and jericho was going to win this but oh, yeah I'm happy to be wrong. Glad Ricky get a little another shit, little more shine on Ricky, and yeah, hopefully this is a get like you said another coming out party. I want to see him get a good run with something. Yeah, you know, I'd love to see him be the one to dethrone MJF eventually. I don't know if that's wishful thinking, but yeah, yeah. You know what? I see that you made a great point. He's the final boss, and I think that's what Jericho does best. And it wasn't just in WWE, it wasn't in just WCW, but in AEW right now. What does he do? He gets people over. And we know, and I said it in the in the top of the, the, the show here, Ricky doesn't need help getting over. He's over. Oh, yeah. But Jericho, you know, helping out, I, I feel like this wasn't Ricky's best match, but I, I think this was Ricky, excuse me, <laughs> Ricky's biggest match. <clears throat> because this meant so oh, yeah. much. This was like a for, forbidden door for Cassidy, going one-on-one -on -one with Osprey. Like, no one knew. I mean, I guess you knew if you were a fan like us, like, okay, yeah, Cassidy can go one-on-one -on -one with Osprey, no problem. Right. But just the fan that uh, that just comes and pays the tickets and watch, you know, maybe every other week, they didn't see that. But when you showed up to Forbidden Door, you knew Cassidy, Cassidy could uh, put up, and he did. And I think Ricky, not to the extent of that, but it, it, could, it, it showed that 
Ricky's here to play. Now, the oh, yeah. question I have, Keith, and I think mm-hmm. this is very important. This is probably the theme of the entire night. What is next for Ricky? You could say that about MJF. You could say that about Brian Danielson. You can say that about the House of Black, the elite. What is next? And that's really important because that is why you want to pay. That's what you want a pay-per-view to do. You want us to say, shit, I got to tune into Dynamite. Right. You got to know what's next. And that's the common theme here. What do you think with Ricky and Jericho? Jericho takes some time off or does he go again and try and put somebody else over? Or is it Ricky, you know, he's up. But but then again, Ricky just one-on-one. Not once, but twice, I think. I don't know exactly. Justin, please tell us. I think he went twice against MJF. Obviously, the first one was for the title. But I don't know. I honestly don't know what you do with Ricky. What do you think? I am unfortunately stuck right there with you. Um, I think I agree with you. I think this was a big this was a big pay-per-view of, you know, where do we go from here with a lot of things. And we're going to talk about all of them here shortly. But um, Ricky's like the only one I'm kind of like I'm a little stuck on honestly like what uh like i don't know like i don't i don't know i don't know what to i don't know what to think i don't know where he's gonna go because it's it's tough so much there's so much other stuff going on around that like the people that i want him to maybe get into stories with are doing something else that i don't want that story to end necessarily um you know i would love to see him start challenging for the tnt title but like i don't want him to do that right away right now because wardlow spoiler alert if you didn't watch it wardlow just won we'll get to that later <laughs> you know like they're not going to if they're going to hot shot it off of him that's going to also just kill the tnt title a lot for me also cuz it's a lot of just hot shot yeah. like cuz i guess what would make sense is wardlow loses it to hobbs and then he starts feuding with hobbs cuz that never really ended there with him and ricky so like that'd be kind of cool yeah. to continue that, but I it'd be nice to have the title in there. I guess it doesn't really need it, but I also don't want Hobbs to just outright lose. Like you know, like that's what I mean. Like it's I think tough. the one that makes sense is Hobbs, but Hobbs has got everything going on with the TNT title, so I don't really know where it goes. Maybe something going on with him and Action Andretti. Maybe Andretti does turn after them. Maybe Andretti turns tonight. Yeah, you know, coming up being like, I saved you from Sammy Guevara, but you're a dick, so I'm with them now. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, this is a tough one. I wrote down my winners and losers. Ricky Starks is a winner for this, for this, uh, this pay-per-view. I just thought it just, it was perfect. It's like back in the day with Rey Mysterio. You knew he was going to go on first and you knew he was going to tear down the house that got the fans going. And this is kind of what Ricky did. The fans got going when Ricky, you know, beat Jericho and it was a good match. I mean, it wasn't an amazing match. I mean, Jericho says there's no such thing as botches. There were little, some botches, but at the end of the day, Jericho, Tony, Ricky, they met and they did what they needed to do and they got Ricky over. And I think that's important. I don't think it really matters what Jericho does next. Cause again, he's there to put people over. Right. He's a big name, but Ricky is the star. And I would even put him on a short list to, uh, like you said, dethrone MJF. I think uh, I would like to see that again. I think if you're looking at the totem pole here, I think MJF is obviously the champion, but oh, yeah. also just overall, I think is a little higher than Ricky. Not my yes. opinion. I just, I'm observing, observe, Jesus. I'm observing that. I can't say it. I'm looking at that. And I think that that's what's up. So uh, right. any last words before we get to the next match? Nah, I, I want Ricky to rise. I don't know the best path to that. I would like to see him be the one to dethrone MJF eventually, but I also don't want that for quite a while. I want, I want MJF to have a nice long heel reign because we haven't really, I feel like we haven't really had a good heel reign for 
a while. I mean, since like Omega, I guess, but Omega was also just so over that, like, yeah. not really. And same with Jericho at the time when he had it. Jericho at first, I guess, was the best like heel world champ for them thus far. Yeah. Um, and Let's I, you know, comments. Let's exactly. We, we got Cage. Cage, thank oh. you. Honorary Oose. Johnny, thank you for tuning in. We'll get to that question during the uh, <laughs> the main event. Uh, let's see, Justin, my man, only once this match, the match for the Ricky ring. and Ricky and MJF. Oh, the they ring. only fought yeah, once. Justin. That's what I thought. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate the backup my on man. that one. That was what I kind of thought. And Dom, oh, what's up, brother? It's good, boy. Okay, Looking forward to working with you as well. One more cage. All right, Ricky versus. All right, Bakley. Kenny. Take that little tickle. Kenny, I'll take Omega. that tickle. Yeah, let's do that. Well, we're going to touch back on that, too. I got another really good one I want for yeah. Kenny, too. But well, let's do it. We'll get Abra there. Kadabra. <clears throat> Boom, baby! Mm -hmm. The the House of Black, I couldn't put defeat it because it didn't, it wouldn't uh, fit. Yeah, that's, well, that's too many words. The Elite. <laughs> hey, I guess it rhymes, too. Beats the Elite, and this was, this was the match. This was the match yeah. that I didn't, I, I knew for a fact this was going to kill it, and this did. And I, I don't want to say I knew, but I knew House of Black needed to win. And they, they they did win. It was a really good match. Keith, let's get your thoughts. What do you got, brother? Couldn't couldn't agree more with you. I don't want to make this all boring and us just not disagree anywhere here. But mm. I this is exactly what it was. It was I I felt like the elite needed to drop them. Um I am maybe in the minority on it. I feel like the elite never should have got them back after all the fallout from the brawl out at all out. Yeah. Um Maybe that's just me. I would have loved to have seen Death Triangle hold on to him for longer. Where are they at, by the way? I feel like uh, the Lucha Brothers yeah. were on like Dark or Dark Elevation recently, which can we talk about how much bullshit thing that is? Anyway, <clears throat> another <laughs> rant for another day here. But House of Black had to win. Those guys are all great. I felt like this match, for me, I already, I already liked him. I already thought he was great and everything. But for me, this match really made Brody King even more. I feel like Brody King looked like an absolute world eater yeah. in this. Taking just super kicks and knees left and right and yep. still just kicking out, just looking like a beast and just manhandling everybody. Buddy's knee, absolutely. Um, yeah, it just, the, yeah. the, the one, there was the one spot too, which leads into my biggest point out of all of this. Justin, you got to back me on this one too. I don't think we've seen before <laughs> a Kenny and uh, malachi one-on-one -on -one. um but if we haven't i'll take 20 more i want to watch the two of them just fight left and right forever um the that one when they when they were first in together there's the one spot when like kenny went for the one wing and angel it got reversed malachi goes for the whatever it's called now it used to be the black mass maybe it still is but goes for that kenny dodges sits down and then Malachi does the sit down with him, the stand down, and I was just like, oh, yeah. just give that an Oscar. Give that fucking 20-second thing an Oscar. Perfect. Um, this was great. This was one of those matches that, like, on paper, yep. there was no chance this was going to be bad. Exactly. I wrote some notes down. You brought up one. Brody King, MVP of the match. Yes. yes. Um, I love that Black pinned. Black was the one mm -hmm. that pinned. It was just, that's what you want. It's like a yeah. Hollywood script. Malachi Black. You can find him here, right on the UW pond. But uh, he pinned, and it, it was just something special. Let's see. The presentation of House of Black 
phenomenal. That was really cool. Um, yes. We got to see Matthews and Omega sometime down the line. Oh, yeah. I really want to see that. Um, let's see. Uh, Hart. I thought that was a really cool uh, part of the, the match as well. She she can take a kick. She can take a knee. Mm-hmm. I know she got hurt a couple months ago going through a table or missing a table or something on Dynamite. She is a real deal. I want to see more of her. But at the end of the day, you, you can't complain. I mean, this was yeah. the match you wanted, and this is the match we got. Mm-hmm. And again, my what I love the most was, you know, King really showed out and showed up. Obviously, we knew that. And then Malachi yeah. getting the win, that was really cool. Yeah. I mean, we could go on and on and on about the, the the flips and the flops and all that, but that didn't matter. Yes, they did a lot of that, but that didn't matter because it made sense. What they did during the entire match, it did not have to, to – uh, it, it didn't look choreographed, you know? Yeah. It, it made sense, and that's what I loved. That's what I well, loved. And it's- you Go ahead. No, I think it was, I think like the most amazing thing, like I didn't go. really think about it. My boy, I knew he had my back. Thank you. Woo! There he goes. <clears throat> um, and yeah, you're, you're, see, my man, I love that guy. Yeah, like, I, I think it was a really cool thing, because like, I know, I'm not saying it's the first time it's ever happened ever in the history of anything or whatever like that, but like, it's, it's refreshing to see like the heel team, which I feel like in this situation, neither one was really heel or they, maybe they both kind of are, but they're cool ones or whatever. But like, you know, on paper house of black is the heel team because of like their actions leading up to it yeah. and everything. But like, they didn't win by like, they didn't win dirty. It was no. just the scrambling at the end trip. Their, their triple T their trios finisher. Cause it's a fucking trios match. Like <laughs> they just did the damn work and won. And it's awesome to see that once in a while to not have to see a low blow or a, Oh, I snuck and hit with this thing or I, you know, da, 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 da. not that I hate those kind of finishes, but it's, it's exactly. really nice once in a while to have like a banger of a match that doesn't have to end with some bullshit like that finish for the heels to win. Like this was just a killer match yes, and the heels just bested them. And it's awesome. It helps make the house of black look a lot more credible. Um, I love the whole build up to it too. Cause it was like, they, it almost felt like the house of black kind of just popped up out of nowhere. Like it hasn't been the biggest build of this match. It's been like what, two, three weeks. It wasn't this long drawn out thing that they've been going after them and psychological exactly. and shit for like months and months. They were just like, Hey, we're a trio. You're a trio. We're going to get those belts now. Let's do it. And then they did like, that's how you do it quick. That's how you build somebody like a build a group or a person fast. Just like I'm coming, yeah. I'm coming. I beat you. They're mine. I did it. Yep. Next. What I love, uh, what you just said, best at them. We knew yeah. these, these 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 two teams were going to tear it down, but we didn't. Again, maybe if you were a wrestling fan like us, you know, you knew it was time for House of Black to win. But again, if you're just tuning in, you know, you've heard of the Young Bucks, you understand they're a really big tag team. You think they're going to win? They put up. So did the House of Black, and it was believable. That's more important than anything else. And again, the common thread, the common theme here, Keith, is what is next? What do you do with Kenny? What do you do with the Young Bucks? Young Bucks, back to tag team. Kenny, back to singles. House of Black, what do you do? Who's next, right? Like there's, yeah. there has to be more triple or uh, trios tags, uh, tag teams. What is next? That is the question. I think that is the common theme. I'm going to keep saying that, but that is mm-hmm. the theme of a really good pay-per-view like WrestleMania, like something like that. What is next? I can't wait to watch Monday night. I can't yeah. wait to watch dynamite tonight. Right. 
that's it. Yeah. I mean, do you yeah. have any answers to that, or is it? So I, mean, I, I have, with Kenny? have some. So I've had some thoughts on this one. So first, I mean, I didn't think of it before. Oh, and I'm not the one that control it here, or whatever. But our our boy Danny, the honorary Oost there, did make a comment that I am all about uh, a trios match here in the future, House of Black and House of Black against Lucha Brothers and Mark Briscoe. Um, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to have them like ditch Pac or whatever. But like, have Pac get hurt, do an injury angle. There you, you know, go. And beat the crap out of him somewhere, so he's disabled for a little while. Make him lose. Give him an eye patch again for a little while. He can't fight. No. Have him come out with Mark Briscoe. No. I don't need him to win. I don't need like a thrown together trios to win the trios titles or anything. But you're not going to put those six guys in a match and have a bad match there. It's going to be killer. So exactly. I'm all about that. Way to go, Bakley. Um, I think a certain as far as House of Black goes, I mean, I think they need to just hold fucking court with those titles for a while. I don't want, I don't like that the trios titles came around. Like I understand at first it was like a necessary thing, but I don't want them to bounce around too much because then you're just going to diminish the value of them. Elite needed to lose them here. I'm glad yeah. they did. But now let's have them, let's have a, let's have a lengthy reign here. Let's get, let's get six, seven months, maybe a yeah. year. If you really want to push it, let's get, let's get some time out of them having them. And let's have them just push everybody back until you want to build another team up for them and everything. And then whoever that is, you build them up and you get them to take them from them. Maybe it is the elite again. Maybe that's where it goes from here. The elite has this whole thing now of them, maybe not going separate ways, but just kind of, you know, quick little backstage vignette, three of them all talking, Kenny just being like, I got to get back to doing my thing. You guys need to go back for those tag team titles. We're all still boys, no ill will, whatever. And they still help each other here and there and whatnot. But, you know, I don't need Don Callis as much anymore. I don't. I don't really care what he does. <laughs> Go back to Impact. You know, I, he's, on the he's, he's fine. He's yeah. fine. I. He's fine. I just. He's too. He's like too much of an old school heel for yeah. me sometimes. But I'm fickle. I'm the fickle wrestling fan. Yeah, so I don't fickle. know. Um, fickle. exactly. Uh, but I mean, as far as the elite goes, I they can do anything. This is like one of those matches exactly. I watched that like anytime. Anytime you hear, you know, fucking Cornette or whoever else trying to say just like, well, Kenny Omega is not even that good or whatever. Like, and then you watch this and you're just like, what are you talking about, dude? What do you mean? Like, how do you, I, I understand not liking like silly wrestling and I understand wrestling a friggin' blow up doll isn't everybody's cup of tea and stuff. And that's fine. But like, you, I don't know how you look at Kenny Omega. Sure, in his in his match with the blow up doll, yeah, maybe that's not a great match. Or him in the match with the twelve year old or the the twelve year old girl in Japan, maybe yeah. that's. I'm not looking at that match going, wow, he's the best because it's not supposed to be. It's supposed exactly. to be fun and like a funny thing and whatever, killing the business or whatever. It's stupid. But then when you put yeah. him in something like this with five other literally pun intended elite workers around him the other five guys are all world class yes he's gonna shine like yeah. you put him around those people and he still looks like a monster i don't know how you you can't watch him do that snapdragon suplex and be like eh, it's fine yeah. it looks devastating and it's not it just looks he just so quick it just, yeah. oh, it's, it's great it's the execution too yeah man. like he's so he's so crisp with everything like he's the yeah. he's great I think we can all agree there. Yeah, I don't know. That's not I like a it. world shattering point. <laughs> it's like but it's it one of those things with this match, though. Like especially in here, I'm looking at him and just being like, "How? Who talks shit on this guy? And how?" Yeah, exactly. But that's yeah, great match. Yeah, right winners, everything. 
right finish, everything. Everything. Yep. Keith, before we get to the next match, let's show an exclusive show coming here, right here, on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Now it's time to send you to the next dimension. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You like anime? Well, we got it. You like sports? Well, we got it. You like the Philadelphia Phillies? We got it right here on the B-E-N. Let's get to the next match. You can mm-hmm. see this lovely lady, Jamie Hayter, defeated Sriracha and Ruby Soho by pinfall. Mm-hmm. Um, Keith, right off the bat, Hater got a real pop, and you can you can tell that the fans love her. I think that's really important just because going into this match, everybody had Soraya. Everybody thought, you know, th- this is not this is not gonna happen. Hater can't come back or can't win this match. She did, and she won by pinfall, and I think it was rightfully so. I think that's what Jamie needed. Um some other notes, Soho, her hair was really dope. Um, mm. I loved it. And you know what was cool too? Britt Baker was in the mix. And she was kind of mm. like Rebel. She was kind of in that position where she wasn't wrestling, but she was on the side. But she, you know, made a big deal at the end of the match. And it was just a really, really good match. Again, what is next? That is the big one here for this match. But Keith, let me hear it. What do you got, brother? Yeah, I had I had three things I put down for this match. One, Hater is so good because she is. I'm really glad she got the pop she got. Um, I never thought she was losing here. Just want to put that one little asterisk here for us. I never thought she was going to lose here. I didn't think it was her time to lose it. She's she's yeah. too over. Um, yeah, arguably the most over women's champ they've had outside of Brit, like at first. But then Brit yeah. got Brit held it too long and got a little boring for my taste. But uh, she's probably the most over women's champ like ever, in my opinion. Um, I thought the, I didn't, I didn't love the turn at the end. Um, I think I said like last week's stream, like I was, I was for oh, a Ruby really? heel turn and I, I am, I am for a Ruby heel turn, but not, I think I'm just, I think it's just like, it bothered me because I'm, I'm so worried that this is literally going to boil down to being a thing of just like, it's a stable of WWE women. And like, well, that's uh, it. I mean, man, like this this isn't the Monday Night Wars, people. No. It's 2023. We're not, we're 22 years on from that shit. Like, we don't got to keep doing this. We don't got to keep having this story. You can have them be heels and be mad at the rest of the women for something else, but just don't make it this war thing. So I don't know. Maybe that just like marred it for me in some way. Yeah. Um, I I also felt like, I don't know if anyone else picked up on it or if I think I'm some genius for it or something like that. But like when Ruby came out, I was like, she's going to turn because her hair is green and they're doing green stuff and they're wearing green. Like the rest of her gear was red. Her rest of her gear was red. Her like eye makeup and shit. She was all wearing red and then her hair was just green. And I was like, that's weird. That's a weird choice. Maybe it's a punk thing. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not punk enough for it, but maybe that's what that is. So I thought that was like her term was a little bit telegraphed. Didn't really take anything away from it. Um, and then my last and probably most controversial take of the whole thing, Uh-oh. maybe controversial. 
Soraya needs work, man. I didn't think really? she looked. I, the I didn't think she looked that great in this match, to be completely honest. And maybe I'm wrong in that. And if I am, please come for me. That's fine. I, I'm not gonna be one of those guys on Twitter that's just like, she's the worst because she's not the worst. She's fucking paid. She's she's really good. I just felt like she didn't. I don't know what it is. And maybe I, I can guarantee a part of it is probably her just trying to work a safer style because, you know, she had to fucking retire for so long because she got hurt. And I get that. And I yes. don't want to like come down hard on her like that. Um, I just felt like she didn't like deliver as much as I was like hoping for her to. Yes. And hasn't in general, like since she's been back, which again, I think a part of that is probably because like she's playing it safer and that's fine. I don't want her to yeah. like hurt herself. Um, or anything like that again, and be retiring again at age like thirty. Um, yep. But so, Reasonable. yeah, yep. Um, Maddie, Daddy is considered one of my day ones. Maddie, this is for you, buddy. Hello, ladies. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> no, I I agree with you. I think there's definitely some rust, but I feel like this match was better than the matches we've seen before. Absolutely. Yeah, and also. Um, I just, I want to know what's next for Hater. I don't know. And I think that is, again, the whole theme. I'm going to keep saying it, but that's the theme. Another thing that I wrote down, Hater suplexing both women at once was very impressive. I thought that Absolutely. was really cool. And um, I, I, again, you brought it up, WWE, Tony, Soho, and uh, Sriracha. It just, I don't know if that's the right thing to do. But I do mm-hmm. like the turn. I thought that was cool, and mm-hmm. I wasn't. I'm. I, I, I thought the look was cool, but it did not lead me to a heel turn. So that's that's good on you because I did not think that at all. It, it's. I mean, you've said it before. It's like when someone the champion comes out first. It's like okay, well maybe this means something. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't think we should go much more on this match. I think. That yeah, I don't. I don't really, have too much past that. It was great. I just. Yeah. I the 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 main point of it all is that. Hater's great, and I'm glad she's the champion, and she deserves to still be champion for a little while. Yes. Really, really what it comes down to. Well, let's get to the next match. My favorite match. Well, I guess I had so many great matches, but this is up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hangman, Adam Page defeated Moxley, not by a pin, not by a TKO, but by submission. submission. And uh, again... Oh, blood. Too much blood. He bled the first two minutes. Well, this is what you get out of a death match. Safety match, if you watched, and Brett said it, (laughs) safety match. But at the end of the day, this is what you want. You want to fight, and this is what we got. This was not an amazing storyline, but the promos during this storyline, during the build, build, was the reason why I was so invested. I love storylines. I love the stories but it's the promos. It's the promos to me that matter. Of course, the wrestling matters, but the promos going one-on-one in the ring, him and Hangman, Mox and Hangman, one-on-one, head-to-head, face-to-face, that intense, and that is what we saw here at AEW Revolution. Um, Again, if it wasn't your your kind of match, your cup of tea, too bad. But for me, this was great. This is what needed to happen we said it in the beginning. Ricky Starks needed to win. Mox needed to lose. And that's yes. what happened. Keith, let's hear it, brother. What do you got? 
this so i i'm i'm with you this this is my type of match i there's some deathmatch wrestling that gets a little bit too extreme for me yeah. but i we're from we're from you're i'm from philly i grew yeah. up in philly i watched ecw on channel 48 on my fucking local cable yep. like i watched that and that's yeah. what i was the wrestling i knew flaming tables putting through putting through the, the ramps and stuff like i was this is it yeah so sometimes i mean I, I i occasional like true real hard balls ass death match some of that can get too much with the light tubes and all and the the, the things you know this was a good this was a good level though i think this is probably the closest we're gonna ever get to that like true crazy death match like that on a major promotion like ever yeah. um i agree with you the the one thing about the whole match that like bothered me was that moxley bled more than hangman <laughs> even though hangman is the one who got triangle choked and then gouged in the head with a fork Yes, like the arguably the I like the hardest. Ever seen that before, right? Like the actual. Oh, it's it's Abdul the Butcher, man. That's yeah. the, that's the old school Abdul the Butcher kind of thing, which was well, great. HD that close, exactly right. A fork into a guy's head, yeah, and then seeing the cut and the bleed and the spray. I've never right. seen that. No, and you no, know, it was yeah. awesome with the the spray coming out. It, it's it so great. real. Exactly. Yeah. My point is that is like that's a hard that's a hard ass spot. And look at the, look at look at the picture below me here. That's what Moxie looked like. Moxie wasn't the one that took that spot. Hangman was, and Hangman at the end of the match, you could have fooled me and said that if you said that he bled because you could barely even tell. But he's the one that got gouged with the fork. So like that was just one thing. I'm just like, bro, you gotta you gotta stop bleeding, John. You gotta you gotta take it back a little bit here. I don't. I'm not a I'm not a blood hater. I just said all that. Like I no. love death matches, but just like, bro, tone it down some. Yeah. You bleed all the damn time. It's like it just starts to lose its luster. Um, um, some other things to yeah. mention, uh, hangman, Adam page walked out to ghost rider in the sky by the outlaws. I thought sick. that was really cool. Um, let's see the power bomb onto the chair. That I, cool because I didn't, everybody thought it was going to go in, you know, I know I thought it was going to be that. And if that had happened, I don't know what I would have done. I'm like starting to feel cringe. Just thinking about that actually happening. That would have yeah. been, so fucking brutal to what about see. what about the bricks that was pretty cool i loved it i you have one of my that, notes yeah. just says one of my notes is just bricks greater than cinder blocks yeah i love the bricks and in the, the match whole, and so the whole that was curb good. stomp that yep. was cool too and i think seth did something a few weeks ago uh one of mox's old ambrose moves i don't know if that's exact but i do remember thinking about it and then this makes sense that he would have done that at uh, AEW Revolution, um, why would someone wrap barbed wire around their arm? I mean, it's and their cool. torso, exactly. <laughs> yes, but at the end of the day, this is what we wanted, and this is what we got. Again, Keith, what's the common thread here? What, what is next? So, what do you do? What do you do with Mox, and what do you do with Hagman? Because what what can you do with the winner of a death match, like who does he go, you know, one on one with? Like you said, Abdullah. Like, is that? I mean, it's got to be that extreme because that's what you think. But I mean, do you insert him back into a title picture? Do you? Does he go one on one with uh, some other like Nick Gage? I just I don't know what you do. And again, the common theme: what do you do? But I just 
I can see what you can do with Ricky. I can see what you do with Omega. I can see what you do with the, the Young Bucks. I can see what you do with Black. I don't know what you do here. I really don't. I don't know what you do with Mox, and I don't know what you do with Hangman. Yeah. Before we get to the next match, let's hear it, brother. I think I think it, where we go. So from here, I'm hoping Mox takes the vacation he was supposed to take when oh, he yeah. dropped the title to Punk originally, because that was the thing, and then he came back and has just been working his ass off because he's amazing. Uh, so I'm hoping for Mox. It's a, it's a nice, well-deserved break, finally. Um, Hangman, I feel like if if they're going to do what they should and give Mox that break, I think Hangman next starts just kind of kind of working through the rest of the the uh, the Blackpool Combat Club or the, the Combat oh. Club. Justin knows yeah. it's the Combat Club now. Um, starts working through the rest of them. Not like him necessarily target like him targeting them, like having it be something where like you do you do the storyline of like Mox is taking his time off anyway, but you make it oh he was so hurt from being choked with the chain and da 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 he needs some he's going to be away for x amount of time from the blood loss and the whatever yeah and then that leads to you know I, I don't maybe it starts with wheel with Yuta Yuta comes out and is just like you you fucked my friend up I'm gonna fuck you up now. And then you get you get to have Hangman in like this, you know, technical ass match with Yuta because he's the pure champion. Um, and then I'm not saying Mox or I'm not saying Hangman needs to win the pure championship, but then maybe, you yeah. know, he beats Yuta, and then because of that, you know, Claudio, what's what's up? Why why are you fucking with two of my guys now? Oh, so yeah, I'm coming yeah, yeah. right now. And then him and Claudio for a little while. And then if Moxley's still not Moxley's still not back, but now presumably uh bd is is done with mjf so then brian steps up and is just like we have unfinished business friend so they they feud again and and hangman just beats them again and then mox comes back and is like listen boy you got lucky we're doing it again uh i don't i don't hate that i don't hate that justin i would see i could do a hangman mjf feud just on the fucking ball tonight my guy yeah, um, I, I think that needs to happen. I just, as much as I don't want to say this, I'm going to say it. I don't want to see it again. I don't want to see Hangman, uh, not again, but I, I, I don't, I don't want to see MJF and Hangman because I'm going to be disappointed. You know, I mean, that's just it. I want to see um, Hangman go one on one with people that are, I don't know, I don't know, I, I don't know what's next. I think this was. As, as good of a match this was, this is even harder to predict what is next because you don't know what's next. And I think that's the issue. I think you you want him to go one-on-one with MGF and maybe, 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 without a shadow of a doubt, maybe beat MJF. But MJF is on fire. We'll get yeah. to that match. But um, let's get to the next match. And before we get to the next match, let's show another teaser to an exclusive show right here on the bloodline entertainment network here we go baby yeah buddy yours truly will host the out of here podcast a phillies podcast but let's get to this match, Keith. This mm-hmm. match was an okay match, but I think it did what it needed to do. Jack Perry 
defeated Christian Cage. Not a uh, no-holds-bar match. It was a, uh, what the hell do they call it? Uh, a casket match, a burial match, whatever you want to call it. But that's what it was. And this this hit all the spots for me. Not, not because we've seen this time in and time out, but I think it really mattered this time. And I think, again, on this pay-per-view, the grandest stage with these kind of matches, with the Texas death match, with the one, the, the 60 minute Iron Man match. Mm-hmm. I mean, the trios tag match, like it's not going to live up, but I really think at the end of the day for this storyline, this is exactly what we needed to end the storyline. Let's hear it, brother. What do you got? I uh, know. I agree. I don't, I don't want this storyline to go any further. Um, I thought this was a good match. I, so I thought this match had just the, the, the right level of brutality. I thought this was really nice. Um, this was the main reason. So after, so watching this match was like the reason why I had my whole thing in the beginning about Ricky and Jericho feeling like it went too long. Yeah. Cause that was right before this one. And I remember like watching this one and I was just like, this match feels like it's moving quicker than yeah. Ricky and Jericho did. And this is like a blood feud ass, like stipulation match, not just a singles match. And that was like what really tied it into me being like, Jericho matches are getting too long, but that's beside the point. I, I popped so hard for fucking Christian's sleeveless turtleneck. Oh, yeah. That was the that was the funniest like thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life. That was so good. Like just such good like character work by Christian. Um still probably the stiffest concerto I have ever seen ever uh from, from Jungle Jack to, to Christian. That looked beyond stiff, like holy shit. Um yeah, that was like my main thing, isn't it? That was like such a stiff one. I, yeah, I thought it was fine. I'm with you. I thought it was fine. I thought it was the right level of everything. I'm glad it didn't go and drag out and be all crazy and stuff forever. Um, glad that it was what it was. I really hope this is the end of it now. Um, does also make me a little bit nervous because I don't know exactly where yeah. Jungle Jack goes from here. Yeah, know that's our that's our theme of where do we go, where do we go, where do we go. But I, this is another one like Ricky's that I'm not 100% sure where he goes because he's been so, his whole everything for like months now has been Christian. It's been Christian Cage telling him, you know, your father is dead. You're, you know, yeah. I, I fucked your mom and all this stuff. And hopefully it's the end of that now because I don't need to see it keep going on. Maybe Luchasaurus comes back. I don't know where he's been. I feel like maybe there was some lawsuit stuff with him and a mask and his mask. mask. Yep. So maybe he, I don't know if that's cleared up. Maybe he comes back. Yeah. Um, that could be a good one to have yeah. them have an actual. That's feud. a great point. But uh, outside of that, I, I don't really, I don't really know. Yeah. Put him and Hook back together. That was, that was a hot ass tag team. Like literally like cool. a sexy tag team. That was. Yeah. You're starting to sound like Tim. Hell yeah. Twenty one eighty two. Yeah. This is what I felt about the ending. This is when I thought I was out. Pull me back in. Uh. What I mean by that is Jungle Boy sitting there crying before he shut the casket. And of course, we wanted this feud to be over, but you got to, you need to finish this in the right way. And I thought uh, Jack Perry did. Because if you think about it, Christian talked a lot of shit. And I don't like that. I think it was too personal. But at the end of the day, to end this feud, to have him, you know, so upset, 
I can't believe I'm doing this to someone that I looked up to, someone that brought me in and helped me. And that's what I'm saying when I showed that clip. That brought me back in. I'm like, holy shit, this is getting me. This is making me feel my feels. And again, you wanted this feud to be over. Okay, I think a lot of us did. But at the end of the day, you got to end it the right way. And yeah. no doubt about it, 10 out of 10, that's what they did. They ended it the right way. And again, the common theme is what? What do you do next? Which is Christian go to Ring of Honor? Does Christian take another six to seven weeks off? Does Jack Perry take some weeks off? I don't know what you do. And that's that's the same common theme with the last match we discussed. I don't know what you do. But I'll tell you one thing. If I don't see more Jack Perry, I'm going to be upset. And if I don't see mm -hmm. more Christian, I'm going to be upset. I don't want Christian to go to Ring of Honor. I don't want Christian to be done and go back to the WWE, go into the Hall of Fame, maybe have the last match with Edge or something like that. I want him here because he's so good. He's like Chris Jericho. He helps the younger talent get over, even if the, the storyline went on way too long, which this did. But mm -hmm. I, I just... I want more of both, but I don't want more of both together. You know what I mean? Yes, agreed. Yeah, I think I couldn't think have put it better. Done. Yeah, I think it's done. That's all I really have. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it was a good match. Uh, I don't think again. I don't think any match was absolutely horrible. And I think the storyline here to or the the ending to this to this match was a, a really cool. Again, Cage being Cage being that heel blowing a kiss to. Uh, uh, Perry's sister. I thought mm -hmm. that was really cool. Again, enough is enough. Let's see what we got. Let's see what's next for Jack. I don't want to say he's he's one of the excuse me. He's one of the um the the pillars, the pillars to AEW. I think he's up there with MJF. I think he's up there with um with Darby. I think he's up there with those guys. I want more. That's all mm -hmm. I got to say. What do you got? Yeah, I know. I, I agree. You, you couldn't say it better myself. I uh, I agree. I think he's 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 like a pillar because he's younger and like was one of the originals and stuff. But like he hasn't had a whole lot really? going on for himself. I think yeah. that's where like my struggle with it comes. Is that like there hasn't been a whole lot going on for him by himself. He had, you know, uh, Jurassic Express for forever, which I'm not shitting on because I, I yeah. like Jurassic Express a lot to start out, um, <clears throat> you know. I was I was into it and everything, but like I need more out of him on his own. Um and I'm glad he I glad he had the thing with Christian. I'm glad he won it. That was the right move. Yes. Um maybe if it is gonna move into a feud with him and Luchasaurus, that's good too. But that should be a pretty a pretty quick one and let them both go their separate ways as well. And then that's really if it if it does go to that and then that ends, I, that's a real like what do we do now? Yeah. Um Hopefully some other stuff starts brewing and bubbling around him beforehand and we get to there, but yeah, cross that bridge. What a great segue, Keith. I think that's the next thing we can say about uh, the winner of the next match. What the hell do we do now? Wardlow defeated Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe by submission. Um, Wardlow was a not getting the reaction that I thought he would get. B this match was, it was the worst match of the night, and that's saying something because this was such a great pay-per-view. Uh, yeah. I, I, I know what I think they're going to do next, but I don't agree with it. But then again, what do you do with Joe and Wardlow? What do you do with Joe? I mean, you, you, 
doesn't make sense to be TNT champion. And it does make sense for Wardlow to be champion. But now he has a match with Hobbs tonight. What do you do there? I mean, it's just it's just a lot of I don't knows. Mm -hmm. Um, let's hear it, Keith. What do you got? Uh, yeah, this was this was definitely the weak point for me. Um, which sucks because I feel like now we're on this thread of, you know, at Chamber, I was like the real winners of Lesnar and Lashley is gonna be us because we get to watch these two big guys beat each other up. Yeah. And I think I said the same thing for this one. And once again, it was just like, uh, it was good. It was a good enough match, but like I, I wanted, wanted more. It was another one of those yeah. like, situations of just like, you know, Wardlow, Wardlow and Joe, like Joe is probably to this day, like my one of, one of, if not like my top talker in all of yeah. I love, I love, oh, yeah. he's the most believable talker. Like I'm just a good shit talker, but like, Joe is like one of the only wrestlers that when he like talks about just like, you know, I'm going to fucking eat your bones and shit. You're just like, ah, shit. He yeah. might, he might actually do that. I don't really know. Like, goddamn. So yeah. like they both like build it really well. And you were expecting this just fucking beat down. Like someone's going to leave here hurt. Yeah. Like a Brock and, and Bobby match. Exactly. Like a good one, yeah. not chamber. And instead it was like, we got like the chamber kind of one, no, not a low blow at the end or anything, but yeah. Um, well, the you know, I I didn't love that. Like, I get that. Like, I, I'm glad Joe didn't tap out, um, because that I feel like really would have really would have hurt Joe. But like, I I really didn't I didn't like the end of like by submission. Like that yeah. was weird. Wardlow's never been a submission guy, yeah, ever to this point. Like he power bombs the shit out of people, and I get that he can't do that to everybody, especially someone as fucking big as Joe. But like, yeah. That was just like a really weird out of nowhere thing. Like suddenly I'm so proficient at this. I'm going to, I'm going to make you pass out. And it's like, Oh, okay. Well, the, the disconnect right. I have, the disconnect I have here, Keith is he didn't get Wardlow didn't get a big pop. He beat, mm -hmm. defeats someone that we love very much. And now he's going to go one-on-one -on -one with Hobbs who, I mean, he looks great. I mean, he looks at the best he's looked in years. Mm -hmm. And I just, don't know why you do this. I mean, if you're going to turn him heel, why have him win? I don't know. Why have him win that way? You know, as much as I think that was powerful to see what he did, I just don't get it. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. Want, but if you want him to be a heel, regardless of how he won, it doesn't make sense. I, I don't know. I think it's confusing. I think maybe. I, maybe uh, Tony's confused. I just don't know why you have him win this way. Why this match? I don't know. It's it's just a, a clusterfuck for me. Yeah, and I and I mean I'm with you as much. It's a big it's a big clusterfuck because it's like what what happens with Wardlow now? I mean if they like I said it to be I said it at the start of the stream here. Like if he if Hobbs wins tonight, awesome, good for Hobbs. Hobbs deserves like an actual title run because the guys Absolutely. put the fucking work in and he's. Not the greatest on the mic necessarily, but that's no. an easily fucking fixable thing. He's solid enough in the ring, and he's like scary looking and whatnot. So like that's yeah. cool. He's he can have that run, but like I just feel like even leading into this, it was like Wardlow had the title, lost it to Joe. Joe lost it back to him. Now Wardlow's gonna lose it again to Hobbs. Like it's just like I, it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be your like your mid card title, but you're kind of almost making it feel like the fucking 24 seven title. Like it really, it, it, that's, this is assuming Hobbs wins it tonight. Yeah. Like it just kind of like hops around. And even before that, I mean, like there was the whole thing when it was like, you know, 
Cody won it from Sammy. Sammy won it back from him because Cody had COVID and then he came back and they had a unification match. Like, I feel like there hasn't been like a full on good, solid TNT champion since Miro. And maybe that's a storyline they build to. They kind of wink and nudge at themselves and realize their mistakes. And like Hobbs wins it tonight after the hot shot or whatever. And then next week Hobbs comes out and is just like, I'm the TNT champion. And Miro comes out and is just like, that doesn't mean shit anymore because all of you have ruined it since I got robbed, since Sammy robbed me of it back however long ago that was. You know, and then we get Miro back on TV and make everybody happy again. Um, yeah, but I outside of that, I don't really know. Joe, I I feel like Joe is destined for Ring of Honor. Yeah, um, which yep. isn't the worst thing. I don't I don't have Honor Club, so I'm not watching the show. I've heard it's really good and everything, and right. I hope yeah. it is, and I hope it's doing it justice for the legacy of Ring of Honor and all. Yep, Joe is arguably still too big of a name to go back to a like exclusive streaming thing like put him on tv let him print money for you because he is money um you know i don't i don't know i don't know what it's gonna be i i would have like i would have rather i would have rather had this swapped around like if this match is still gonna go the same way keep the same match keep it as not as exciting as it was or whatever but have wardlow win the ring of honor television title and now Wardlow's got to go to Ring of Honor. And that's not shitting on Wardlow because I don't hate the guy, but like clearly he's not getting over as much as he should. So send him to Ring of Honor, send him to what is seemingly arguably going to be your B show for everything. Let him get some seasoning in there and build himself back up and do some more stuff. You keep Joe on your main TV with the TNT title. And, you know, we revisit yeah. things in a little while. But I, yeah. I hate that that's not going to be the case and that Joe is likely just going to be off my TV for a long time unless I buy Honor Club. Yeah. Um, let's revisit this next stream, but let's get to the next match, buddy. And this match, I mean, hated or not, I think this had a purpose. I think first, if you look at it, this is the first title reign. And as much as you want to say they're transitional champions, they are massively over. They're not as massively over as the acclaimed, but I think winning the, I think acclaimed, acclaimed dropping the title while being so hot is so, so important for this feud. Did it need the other tag teams? No, I don't think so. But at the end of the day, I don't see the acclaimed being pinned. And I think that is, you know, the reason why we saw what we did see, but uh, let's hear it. I mean, this again, transitional champions, whatever you want to think. Okay. I get that. Whether it matters who is the champion? Again, I don't think that really matters. I think it's all about the storyline, and I think that's what we got here. Yes, they added two more tag teams, but uh, what they needed to accomplish, they did. What was the purpose here? To get the acclaimed over, to get the guns over. The guns mm-hmm. are, I'm going to say it again, massively over. So are the acclaimed. I wanted to see one-on-one or um, the acclaimed versus the guns. But we did not get that, but I understood why they did that. Let's hear it. I mean, there's so many different things you can say about this match. It wasn't a great match, but I think what uh what happened at the end, the guns retaining, I think it's smart. I love it. Let's hear it. I agree. Um, I I never thought the guns were gonna lose it here. Um I think that I think this went the way that it should have gone. 
I think this was uh, the, the guns are tame. I loved, while I don't think it was like the best match by any stretch, I thought it was like a decent enough match, but I liked the, there were two big things about the match that I did love. Um, and the first one was like the story that I felt like was being told early on, where like, since it was the four teams, you kind of, you can tag in and out any of your teams anywhere, but it was still just like, there was like almost this like, it was almost like they were trying to avoid the acclaims corner. Like all, everybody that was in the match was trying to avoid the acclaims corner because it was like, they knew that like they were the ones that were the most worrisome. So like, let's all just stay away from them. Let's leave them there. If they can not get into this match at all, that's going to be perfect. Eventually they did and everything. And that's fine. But like, that was a cool like story going on at first. Of, like the guns were trying to kind of only stay near like the um, Cassidy and Dan Housen and Jarrett and lethal's corner just to like stay away from them. Until Triple they finally game. got into it all. So, like, that was cool. Um, the other big thing that I loved about this match, again, not the... I feel like they gave Danhausen time to shine. Yeah. I feel like... So, because, like, Cat, Orange Cassidy is, you know, he's a comedy wrestler, quote-unquote, to a lot of yeah. people. But he's really good. And he can put um, and he exactly. gets it, and he gets a chance to show that he can be really good. Exactly. Up until this match, Danhausen had the one match when he went like the full like evil Danhausen, very evil Danhausen, where he squashed in that one match. I, I forget who that was against, but he squashed in that one, and that was fine. This yeah. was the first one where he was like, "Yeah, Danhausen," but looked awesome in the ring, yeah. and I, I think that was so good because I feel like there are way too many people that are just like, "Ah, he's this fucking weird." comedy whatever that i don't care about and they you finally got to see him like no he's actually really really good yeah and they gave him a chance to shine with that um, i don't know i wish it wasn't him taking the pin but it had to be i feel exactly. like with the way they're doing it it had to be either him or cassidy yeah. taking the pin they weren't gonna let cassidy get pinned but they were the thrown together tag team that nobody expected to win anyway they yeah. got it the guns weren't losing so that was out of the question acclaimed couldn't take they can't take the pin yeah. because they're they're the other big one you're trying to build and yeah. Jarrett and Lethal, uh, same thing. You're, they're trying to build them, that collective of four of them as a unit. You got to keep them looking strong. Cassidy yep. and Danhausen are great in, and over in their own right. Danhausen could have gotten just murdered and pinned in 20 seconds, and they could still spin that for Danhausen to be over his yeah. shit anyway. So, like, he had to take it, but... And, yeah. and Keith, and Keith uh, I don't know if this was written to happen. I don't know if this was planned to happen. But mm -hmm. what 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 this is leading to is magical. I mean, this is what you want. Again, are the guns, you know, transitional champions? He, you would say yes, because what we saw at the end where FTR returned and kicked ass and made a statement. I just, this is so beautifully, I hate saying that word, but beautifully written because, hey, mm -hmm. you took the titles away from the acclaimed who were so goddamn hot. Then yeah. you put them on the guns who were hot because of his, you know, their dad and the whole feud with, uh, you know, scissor me daddy, blah, 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 which again, look, that is, that is a, a very popular catchphrase because oh, yeah. of this feud. So again, I don't know if this was written. I don't know if this was planned by Tony, but this is what we needed. This yes. is what we needed. FTR finally back and they delivered, man, take me through it. What are your thoughts? Because this was again, Hollywood story. This is it. Yeah, I I'm the the ending of the match is the best part. I'm so happy FTR is back. My notes, if I can, I'll show them on here. My notes, literally, I just have FTR written with two hearts. Where am I? <laughs> Where am I? Down, down. Yes. Somewhere. There it is. I love it. 
I was just so stoked when they when I saw them come back. I loved that. Uh, I also loved like I know it was like dumb or whatever, but I loved that uh, Excalibur called it the Shatter Machine. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's just because they called it Shatter Machine at Chamber when Edge and Beth did it, but that was great. Um, yes. Connection I'm so happy they're back. I I didn't expect them to be back this soon, but I do expect them to maybe not right away here. I do expect them to be the ones to eventually beat the guns. I don't know that the guns at this point, because I feel like a palace is all kind of gone with them. I do feel like the guns are going to hold them for a little bit. I thought at first they were going to be transitional just to give them back to FDR so that FDR didn't yeah. be acclaimed. But now I don't know. I don't really know. I would, I do want FTR to beat them eventually because there's the history there, but I wouldn't mind a couple of matches of them where the guns are winning by, you know, well, they have history too. exactly. That's what yeah. I mean. Like I wouldn't yeah. mind having a couple of matches between FTR and the guns where the guns are winning and retaining because they're, you know, this, that, and the other, the firm so, gets involved or the whatever else happens there and let them kind of get more and more cocky. And then eventually FTR yeah. just being like, fine, yeah. you, the two of us fucking, Steel cage. Let's go. Yes. So maybe maybe the term transitional is not the right word. But when I think of transitional, I'm like, well, they put the titles on mm-hmm. the guns. Yes, to get them over. But also, no doubt about it, it's for one tag team, and that's for FTR. Or, or the acclaimed. But at the end of the day, technically, they're not transitional, but they kind of are. Um Really cool. The guns, um, their outfits, that was really cool. HBK-esque, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's I have, all I, I really got. The, it, wasn't, it wasn't like my favorite match. It wasn't the greatest match, but it did its job. It had purpose. It served its purpose, and I'm glad FTR. Yep. I'm glad that purpose was that FTR is back and then just beat the shit out of them at the end. Yes. I need an yeah. FTR shirt real bad. Yeah. You and me both, brother. Let's do it. Let's get to the main event. I yes. Mean, MJF defeated yes. Brian four to three in a sudden death overtime. I mean, I just threw my notes away. Give me a second. <laughs> That's all right. Go ahead. Take it away. Yeah. No, I mean, I this was this was awesome. I was getting a little bit worried at first that it went a half and almost a half an hour, almost a full half of the match without a fall. And I for a second I had like a sinking gut feeling. I'm just like, they they can't do there's there's no way they're doing Brett uh Brett Sean here and they're gonna go 60 minute time limit zero zero sudden death overtime one fall win. Um and they did kind of, but it wasn't zero zero. Like, cause it was cool that it was like, it was, it was nothing, nothing for the head. Like it, it turned me around at first. I was getting worried. I was like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of just like jaw jacking to the crowd and stuff. Like, this is really kind of slow. I don't know what's happening here. Then it started to ramp up. And then at the half hour, it was just like, out of nowhere, boom, two, nothing. And boom, two, two. Like it just, it, it was like, it took a little bit, but then it got going. Then it fucking went. And it's wild. Like just that, that was such a quick turnaround of things after like, it was literally like a thing where they like they lulled you in just like i don't know i don't know i don't oh my god yes you know what up dougie um, thanks hey. for tuning in brother yeah welcome welcome thank you for uh taking that um I, i'll say this while it it does feel depressing that mjf won i think that's the point yeah i think mjf beating a wrestler like uh brian danielson such a technician. I think that made sense. 
And again, whether the outcome is what you wanted, I think it's the investment. I think it is the, that, that is what matters that we are invested in the main event and yeah, they can go in overtime. They can go in triple overtime, but at the end of the day, MJF needed to win. Yes. And he won. And it wasn't just a, a, a quick one, two, three. It was okay. This guy is our champion, not because he's the best thing we've best heel we've seen in years, mm-hmm. but because he beat Ryan Danielson in yeah. a 60 minute Iron Man match, 60 minute plus, if you want to say overtime. Yeah. But I think that's the key. I think the, the investment of us thinking he has no chance. He had a chance. He beat him. He beat Brian Danielson at his own game. And if you if you're not invested, now you are. I think it was I, I honestly like I said, at first I was kind of like being lulled in. I'm like, I don't know what's gonna happen here. This is gonna be whatever. But I by the end of it, I, I I wrote down like it couldn't have been you couldn't have like you couldn't have done it more perfectly. Yeah. Because it was just like, like I said, it was like boom, out of nowhere, the technical guy goes up two nothing, like based on skill. Yeah. Well, skill on the first one, and then he gets kicked in the balls. So like boom, like you got me right away of just like the technical guy gets the first actual fall, the heel is a heel, second fall. Awesome. Yep. Um, and then just, you know, the way that it worked all through it, like it was like, I, I honestly, not that he needed one or that anything like that, but I really felt like this was a very good, like another, for lack of a better term, like a star making performance for him because it was like, it's, it was like, he, he, like it was, he, he hung, he hung with the technical, he hung with the technical guy. Like he hung in there outside. I mean, he, he, he still, but he still was MJF. Like, yeah. it wasn't just this thing out of nowhere where it's just like, I'm this, I'm just this shit talking heel, well, I'm chicken it, shit dude. in the ring, I'm hiding, I'm this, I'm that, and the other. He hung in for that first half an hour before anything got out of hand. And then once it got out of hand, he was just in control for it. And he, and he held on and it, and it, it ended in a tie. Yeah. And then he went heel again and fucking bashed with the friggin' uh, the oxygen tank and all. And, you know, like, yeah, it was good. It was really, it was such a perfect yeah. outcome. That, and you know that, what? Yeah, you know right. what's cool too, and I think this is what made it even better. MGF is not going to have a rematch. He most certainly is not going to yes. ask for a rematch again. Or Brian Danielson and him will not go one on one again in this sort of way, just because that is his heelish way. That is what MJF does best. Um, like you said, it blew me away. I mean, yeah. this was. I'm not going to compare it. I hate comparing. I hate giving numbers and letters to to matches. And oh, this was a whatever, whatever. No, this was just a solid Iron Man match. Absolutely. And I think I think even the overtime was necessary. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like this is Danielson's match, and MJF, you know, doesn't wrestle every week because he's the champ. Yeah. And I think this mattered. I think this. This is what we needed. And again, again, MJF, he can't do this. You know, mm-hmm. he can't battle Brian Danielson in an Ironman match. Well, he did it and he didn't need and help. He made him I tap. Mean, he made exactly. him tap in it. That's the, that was to me was the, like the yes. real, the cementing of yes. the star was, it was just like, yeah, he did his heel stuff. He did his whatever that way. He didn't, he won because Danielson tapped to him. That's yes. huge. That's a huge thing that helps make him. Um, I love it. I also wrote down I that the the goddamn top rope pile driver was like 
Yeah. One of the and coolest spots so, I've ever seen. I don't know yep. if that's some, I'm sure Justin will let us know. I'm sure we've seen that spot by someone somewhere before in the history of wrestling, but like, yeah, it's been a damn long time if we have, and that was incredible. That looked so good. He couldn't have had a better dude take that than Danielson. My only gripe, and I hate to be, I'm not trying to be that guy. Cause I already said, I love death matches and blood and everything. I felt like MJF started bleeding a little bit too much off of a flying headbutt. Yeah. Maybe that's just me, but it was just like, no, flying headbutt and he was just look at the picture again he's just he was like eddie guerrero like that's yeah. jbl like gushing yeah. i was like bro he headbutted you take it easy yeah if you're gonna dissect it that way in which i mean we're wrestling fans we have an effing podcast that's what we're gonna do that's what we're gonna do that's what we do i mean that's right. what you look at and i think you have to look at it that way i mean the the the, the, the watchers right now the viewers right now they watched the match. They looked at it that way. Yes, I agree with you. I think a headbutt is kind of like blah. It's nitpicky. I'm it, just, of course, you know, but that's if I got to point do. a negative, that's the negative. That's what point. we do. As far well, as Henry flawless say, otherwise. That's what I do. That's what I do. All right. Um, we're not going to grade this pay-per-view. We're not going to give it a grade, yeah. but it was phenomenal. Um, Roto Sports is coming up very soon, so let's get to the next segment. Real yes. quick, let's uh, recap Raw. Only two segments, but let's do it. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Raw is Jericho! Keith, I'm going to start with uh, Austin Theory and John Cena. What we want it, what I want it. John Cena accepts Theory's offer, and we will see a match at WrestleMania, mm -hmm. the legend, the 16-time WWE champion, John Cena, will go one-on-one -on -one with Austin Theory. And uh, yes, Cena is a movie star. Yes, Cena is, in my opinion, the GOAT. But when he comes back, it doesn't disappoint. Yes, yeah. it was in Boston. And yes, it was against Austin, or it was a promo battle against Austin Theory. And this was just... This was just something special. Keith, let's hear it, brother. What do you got? It was solid. Uh, it's uh, it's so great to see that, like, the 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 hate against John Cena has gotten turned around. Like, it's nice now he goes away for as long as he does, and he's successful in his own right when he does go away, but he's he goes away for long enough periods that when he comes back, we're so happy to see him. Yeah. Um, I'm glad they're going to have the match at Mania. I don't think there's any chance of Cena winning. Uh, I think this is going to be the helping to, to put to put uh, Theory over. Um. The promo off was was great. Yeah, let's uh, hear it. I do feel like Cena maybe pulled Theory's pants down a little bit in it. Cena had a couple couple better barbs that. than yeah. than Theory did, but um, there's plenty of time still before WrestleMania for yeah. Theory to get those pull some of those punches back. Exactly. Um, Cena Cena said, and he's honestly, not, let's hear theory, it. No, th Theory Theory didn't like it. He didn't get killed. Pulling his pants sounds extreme. Because Theory did have the good line about, you know, him, you know, yeah, going bald he's and whatnot. Hero yeah, and all that. You know. Oh, but, going um, bald, yes. And then and then in response to that, uh, Cena said something about he doesn't I'd rather be bald than having fake crowd cheers piped What I thought was cool was first Cena said no. Cena said he's not interested. Cena said that uh, this is not what you need. I am on a different level. You did not earn this theory. Mm -hmm. I do not want to give this to you. And he also said something about uh, 
Austin Theory's name, which I thought was cool. He has the greatest name ever as a WWE superstar, A, Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin. But what he said at the end was really cool. Austin Theory is just a theory. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the idea of him beating John Cena at WrestleMania is just a theory. Right. Um, yeah. I thought Theory held his own. I don't yeah. think it was amazing, but I think that was the point. I don't think yeah. Theory was told to go over on John Cena the first night John Cena's back in his hometown, you know? Mm-hmm. So I thought it was rightfully so. I loved it. Again, the pipe noise or the pipe crowd that, that popped me. Yep. Um, um, Cena or a uh, theory. He, he didn't, he doesn't need it and he wouldn't know what to do with it. That, that is what I thought was cool. Yeah. Cena said, yeah, if you win, you're going to come on, uh, come uh, the next night on Monday night raw, which we all know crazy crowd. He couldn't, he couldn't hold it. He couldn't be, you know, he couldn't stand in the, uh, the limelight. Right. And then if he lost, then what is he going to do? I mean, exactly. he lost to John Cena, the greatest of all time, the goat. So uh, he made John Cena make so many great points. And, and with John Cena too, Keith, it's like, I thought of that, you know, what, why, why didn't theory think of that? You know, it's just, yeah. it's so common sense, but it's so, I don't want to say logical, but it, like, I, I can see it. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. Why didn't I think of that? You know, theory, Austin, he's just a theory, Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He is not ready. Mm-hmm. Just phenomenal work. And yes, theory held, held his own. Let's hear it, Keith. For sure. No, I think it's, um, I think it's like a cool thing. Like, I think it's so easy to forget that like Cena is actually really good on the mic because I feel like there's so much of his, he is, he is the goat. He's one of the goats for sure. Um, but I think so much of his like legacy with stuff is like tarnished because he was so scripted promo PG era stuff. So like, you know, you, you would get a lot of his like generic sort of yeah. nonsense. I remember there's the, there was the one he had the promo against Jericho when he said the thing, he's like, I'm going to win the whole fudging thing. And Jericho was just like, did you just say fudging? And he's like, cut the PG show. And it's like, uh, you're the worst. I hate you. Yeah. But before all of that kind of nonsense, when he was coming out and freestyling and stuff, when like, we didn't really love him necessarily then, but like when he was healing it up, like he's good on the mic. It's easy to forget that. And this yeah. did such a good job. Like him coming in in this more limited capacity and more sparing kind of occurrences it's like you yep. see a lot more like it you you see a lot more and you appreciate it a lot more and it was it was awesome it was i, I love the segment i loved it yeah i love it because i think uh, i can include you on this but i want what's best for theory i think he's such a good in ring i mean just so good in ring uh on the mic phenomenal and I think he held his own. I think he held his own against Cena. I think he's going to hold hold his own against Cena at WrestleMania. This is a match I wanted because I'm such a big uh, theory mark. I, I think this is the next step in Theory's journey. I think Vince saw it. I think Triple H now sees it because the U.S. title is back on Theory. I think Austin, or, uh, Triple H helped clean up this mess of whatever Theory was going to do with the briefcase. And Cena being his opponent is... Uh, that's what I wanted. Yep. Uh, one last thing, Raw Rebound. I don't know if you have anything else, but I really, really enjoyed the main event. Sammy Zayn going one-on-one with Jimmy Uso. Sammy won by pinfall. This was really cool. This was really cool. And again, you look at it. 
bloodline continues. It doesn't have to be on SmackDown, but this storyline continues. And this main event, it main evented Raw. And yes, we had the we had John Cena return in his hometown. But what Keith, this main event, it boom. Yep. This is why this storyline is great. They don't give shits that John Cena is a hometown kid. They don't care that it's going to be Austin Theory uh, against John Cena. They don't care that Logan Paul made his return to Monday Night Raw. At the end of the day, the bloodline is what main evented Raw. Let's hear it. What do you got? We're we're literally living in what is likely to become the greatest storyline in the history of at least WWE, but potentially for, for all of professional wrestling. I love um, it, man. It's, it's just, it's, it's like, uh, I was liking it to, um, like the first couple of, I haven't watched it in a while, but it's like the first couple of seasons of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. When I first started watching that show, I was like, this is great, but like, how are they going to keep coming up with like brilliant stuff? Yeah. And then they did. And they kept coming up with more and more. Yeah. And they probably still do. Like I said, I just haven't watched they it do. in a while, but like, they, do, yeah. they just keep coming up with this brilliant ass stuff. And I'm like, wow, how are they doing this? And it's the same thing with this bloodline storyline. Because I'm just like, what are they gonna what are they gonna do next? And I mean, yeah, the logical thing, Jay wasn't gonna stick with Sammy. He's gonna go with his family. And we all kind of saw that because we're supposedly or potentially it sounds like we actually are building to Sammy and KO versus the Usos at WrestleMania, which I'm all fing for. Yes. Um but like, yeah, it just just we I'm 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 on I'm on the cart. Twist and turn, take me down the path. I'm yes. in for it. It's such a good storyline like this is this is what this is what we this want is what set, this is what sets apart the the bray storyline stuff and like what oh actual God. good storylines i don't want to bring it up i don't want to sour the mood and everything like that <laughs> but like when we were talking about that a couple streams ago about like there's there's a difference between long-term storytelling and taking a long time to tell a story yep this is long-term storytelling bray is just taking a long time to tell us a story um and that the, the, pro the proof the proofs in the proofs in the pop the proofs in the pops man like sammy anything dealing with the bloodline in any way when you hear someone's music for it it's deafening in there if roman is coming out even he's the he's the the worst part of the piece he's the evil is part of the whole piece there yeah. is a major reaction for it because you know you're about to see something good happen yeah Bray now, like, yeah, I was, I was excited. I was happy to see the muscle man dance like last week, but like yeah, or two weeks fun. ago, whatever. That was cool. But like, I don't know. I also, I didn't want to see uncle howdy, like get exactly. spine bustered by Lashley either. And I'm like this, I don't yeah. know. why are you guys fighting? Because Bray said he would. What's okay. No, it's because Brock. Where's LA Knight? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know where he is now. Yeah. But yeah um, I thought it was really cool too, Keith, is we, we didn't see KO. Mm -hmm. We saw who? Cody. I thought that was cool. I think it's still another um, uh, ruffle in the feathers. I think it's another wrinkle in this storyline that Cody now, but Cody was, Cody's the chosen one. Cody's going to win. Why does he care about Sammy? Why does he care about the blood, the bloodline? He just wants to beat one person and that's Roman Reigns. Um, I still think what you said, I think it's still going to happen. The Usos go one-on-one -on -one with Sammy and KO. But to add Cody back into this mix, because mm -hmm. obviously Sammy is, you know, part of this storyline, and then Cody was inserted. But I think Cody being inserted into this specific part of the storyline with the Usos and him coming out and checking on Sammy, 
I mean, there's so many different avenues just because of that. You know, if KO yeah. came out, it's like, okay, KO was, you know, supposed to come out. Right. But Cody coming out, it's like, why the fuck does Cody care? Like, you got one-on-one -on -one, uh, WrestleMania match with Roman Reigns. Focus on that. Do it for dad. But no, he comes out to help Sammy. I mean, just the wrinkle. It's just Keith. The fucking storyline is just. It's the best. It, it, it's that's the best. why it's so good. It's the best. It's the best yeah. in our lifetime. Yes. Um, I think that's all. I think that's all I really have for Raw. I mean, the rest of it. There's some. There's stuff, but you know, yeah. It's, it's just that it's it was some stuff. Exactly. Raw is too long. It's just too long of a show. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think three hours is too much. It's too much. Keith, let's end it because we got to give the people what they want, not we just do. where where they can find you, but also fantasy football, fantasy baseball. Streets is live. He's been live for five minutes. God damn it. Oh. Switch. Go. Go. Go get him. Keith, go see him. We're done here. Go give ahead. the people what they want. We know we can find you right here on the Universal Wrestling Podcast and the Bloodline Entertainment Network, but you got a cool little handle. Let's hear it. Where sure can do. we find you? Send all your love and especially all that delicious, delicious hate for anything bad I say here to at Keith of the Ring on Twitter or at underscore Keith of the Ring on Instagram because someone beat me to the punch. Not as active on the Instagram, although I did throw something up there today that I'm hoping to keep regular week to week, but um, much more active on the Twitter. You can find me there. Yeah, and about anything else involved with the the UW podcast with us at UW Podcast on Instagram at the UW Pod on Twitter, online at uwpod.com. and also yeah, real excited for the rest of all the goodness and lovely content coming from the rest of the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Yes, uh, you did my job for me, so I will not say that. But I not just bad. want to say this: I want to be serious for a second. Past two weeks, we've had our most views, our most watches. Mm -hmm. I just want to say thank you. We want to say yes. thank you. This we is love you all. I don't know what it is, what you see, but we love you. We will do this again and again. Keith, thank you. Yeah. We oh. will see you next week. Holy shit. We forgot. Oh, yeah. We Let's do it real quick. Boom, mm -hmm. baby. Live next week. 715 the interview with James Ellsworth is not pre-recorded it's not nope. recorded in the next time zone it is live 715 EST right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network and on the Universal Wrestling Podcast Keith let's do it let's take him home hell yeah Thank you all. We do love you so much. We're happy you were here. Hopefully we're going to see you next week with uh, the chinless wonder here. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for coming. Let's go. By. Peace. Later. Yeah, baby. Yeah. And Thank you for listening to another edition of the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on the web at uwpod.com. You've got mail. Or send us an email. Info at uwpod.com. Universal Wrestling Podcast. Nobody does it better.